What's up, guys? Five Star Sports Podcast here. I'm Spencer. I'm Matt. I'm Matt. And today we're going to be focusing in on a nice little recap of the Super Bowl 55 and also um, a trade that just went through today um, that's sending Carson Wentz to the Colts. So to start it off, um, let's talk about just the recap of Super Bowl 55. We had the Kansas City Chiefs uh, play against Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> Uh, so someone want to go over the recap of the game? Yeah, so um, it was a pretty good game, or a pretty bad game, actually. Uh, Buccaneers looked really good. Um, they came to play. Um, clearly, uh, definitely some of the things in that game that were played a big part were uh, the pressure that the Buccaneers were able to get on Mahomes. That was, I mean, probably one of the worst offensive line performances in history. Uh, and a great performance in the Buccaneers' D-line. And then the Brady-Gronk connection was on, um, just like usual in the playoffs. Um, they linked off for two touchdowns. So, you know, pretty much what we expected. Brady was good. But, you know, that defense of the Bucs really, like, stuck it to the Chiefs. And honestly, I'm, I'm not surprised that um, Mahomes is under such pressure. Um, when I picked the Chiefs to win, I was I, I realized that that was possible. But I, you know, Mahomes has really been like a superhero throughout his career, so I thought he would be able to overcome it. But clearly, um, even though he made some amazing plays, with the combination of his O line and his receivers just not playing well, he just was not able to overcome it. Uh, so my reaction to the game, this might be a bit of a hot take, but this game's on Mahomes. Like, in the first half, he played not so great. And I don't care how much pressure he got, he's got to be better. In the second half, he played really well. And his wide receivers made some bad mistakes. In the first quarter, Mahomes missed a ton of throws. And then, like I said, in the second half, he played great. But if you're Andy Reid, you got to change up the play calling. If you see he's under pressure, a few weeks ago, Baker Mayfield was interviewed after the game. They said, how are you able to win with such so many injuries to your offensive line? And he said, our coach, Kevin Stefanski, he changed up the game plan so I could get the ball out quicker, and that worked perfectly. They beat the Steelers by two scores. That Andy Reid should have done that. I don't know why he, he, he kept the game plan the same. Yeah, but Mahomes, he's got to be better in the first half. They score six points in the first half, and he misses so many throws. I agree with you. I think my hot take from last from our last podcast or the last Super Bowl podcast um, was obviously correct. I said that Rob Gronkowski is the X factor for this game, and that did cash in, as you know. I mean, Gronk really won this team the game. Gronk won the Bucks the game. I mean, putting up two touchdowns, and I'm pretty sure they were both in the second – no. Yeah, wait, were they both in the second? Well, no, the one was in the first and one was in the second. Um, he scored the first two touchdowns for the Buccaneers. Um, yeah, I mean, that really they went head for steam like right away. Um, both teams didn't have such a great first drive, but they Buccaneers got the first touchdown. Um, they held Kansas City to a field goal again. Second quarter, they held Kansas City, Kansas City didn't score a touchdown, but like, um, their second quarter was the biggest quarter for the Bucs. I mean. It really helped having um, the two guys that are extreme veterans on the team that both have sort of retired and came back or gone to jail, came back. 
Antonio Brown with a touchdown in the second quarter and Gronk with two touchdowns. I mean, if they don't have them right there, that's a very close game. Then it's 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 a close game if they don't have these two guys. But those two guys really helped it in. Obviously, I'm not giving any credit to the defensive line. Uh, the line was unbelievable, though, so I have to give credit when it's needed. Um, that line put so much pressure on Mahomes that he didn't know what to do. And that we've never seen that side from Mahomes before. I mean, whenever we see Mahomes, he's always on his game. So it was cool to see that Mahomes uh, isn't such a superhero after all. Matt Wadley? Uh Well, I just want to respond to what you guys said because I disagree with a lot of it. Uh, well, first of all, Spencer, uh, I don't think that Gronk was the X Factor. Yes, he had a big performance and he may have been the offensive X Factor, but like I feel like the X Factor in this game was – the defensive line for the Buccaneers. We knew they were going to be solid, but I think it was going to come down to whether they were like able to throw Mahomes off because if, that's really the way you got to stop Mahomes because if you don't get pressure on him, you have no chance. So I think that was the X factor. And then I, I don't really understand. I mean, I agree that Mahomes did not play the best game of his career, probably one of the worst games, but I, I don't, I don't think it's possible to play. I really don't think it's, I don't think one QB in the NFL would have been able to succeed in that situation. And if you switch quarterbacks, I think the Buccaneers would have won by even more points. I mean, there's Tom Brady. He could have taken naps every single time he snapped the ball. Naps. No exaggeration. I mean, there was absolutely no pressure. And then Mahomes ran 497 yards before the line of scrimmage, which was the most, um, I believe, in NFL history. So, I mean, it's hard to blame the game on Mahomes. Yes, he missed a throw here and there, but I would say his receivers dropped more passes than he missed, and then obviously the offensive line was bad. So I, I just I, I think it's hard to blame this game on Mahomes, even though he did miss a few throws. Usually, you would be able to win a game with some of the throws he missed, even even in the Super Bowl. But I'm not saying he deserves no blame, but I I think there's a lot of things that went wrong before Mahomes, and then I definitely agree with your point about Andy Reid. He he did not coach a good game. Agreed. Yeah. Um, I think that I, I'm sticking with my point thinking that uh, Gronk was the X factor, but don't get me wrong. The defensive line definitely won the game for the team as well. So now let's get into the two major trades that um, happened this year. One happened today and one happened um, a little bit earlier. So uh, the trade that happened today that surprised me actually was Carson Wentz. Um, he got traded to the Indianapolis Colts. And this trade was actually, it wasn't that bad of a trade. I think that um, the the um, Eagles are getting somewhat good. I, I heard that they're letting $120 million go to the Colts, or the Colts are paying 120 mil for um, taking up his contract. But um. Eagles will be receiving the 85th overall pick in this year's draft. Um, and there's also a second, a second rounder for next year's draft that can be a first rounder, um, depending on if uh, Wentz plays 75% of the Colts snaps. Um, and that 2022 pick will become a first rounder. Uh, yeah, I think that's a good trade. Um, Wentz, I think he's an underrated. I mean, 2017, his, uh, his true potential. Um, every year since then, he's been injured. Uh, I, I really thought he was going to go to the Bears, um, but 
someone said that the Bears did not end up making an offer. So, yeah, I mean, going to the Colts, what do you guys think about this trade? So, I don't really understand how the Eagles got so much for him. And, like, don't get me wrong, I think this is a good trade for the Colts because I think, like, the, Col- the Colts coach right now, Frank Reich, is the guy who was the Eagles offensive coordinator when he when Wentz was good. So I think this makes sense for the Colts. But I, j- I just don't understand why a guy coming off a season where he's probably the worst quarterback in the NFL, he's making $30 million, and he's gotten worse every single year for the past four years. I just don't understand how – Originally, when I thought he was going to be when he when there was rumors of him being traded, I thought they were going to need to give a pick just to get rid of his contract. But like I, I so and and he said he wanted out, so the Eagles just didn't really have much leverage, and they pulled an amazing deal. It's basically a lock to be a first round pick, in my opinion, because the Colts are locked for the playoffs, and Wentz is. I mean, you don't trade that draft capital, um, for somebody to not be your starter. So unless he gets hurt. And then a third-round pick. So I think it's a good deal for both teams, especially the Eagles, really good deal for the Eagles. And um, it could become a really good deal for the Colts if Wentz gets back to form, which I expect him to do. Yeah, I think this is a really good deal for the Colts because, like I said in the last podcast, they're one quarterback away from being a contender. And if Wentz is in his MVP form, uh yeah, this is gonna be a great trade for them. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I think this team is definitely on uh, the uprise with a very uh talented young core with Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman. Uh, now they also have obviously Carson Wentz. But folks on the Eagles for a bit. Uh, I love SEC football. I I don't think Jalen Hurts is the answer for the Eagles. Uh, I don't. I we saw him play pretty well last season. I just don't think he's the answer. He's, I don't think he's going to be doing that. I think the Eagles are going to need to rebuild or get a good QB because I do not think Jalen Hurts is going to be a QB for the Eagles. What do you guys think? Jalen Hurts is not, not a good QB. Um, he was like a fifth-round draft prospect who they reached on, or fourth round. I forget what he expected to go. Um, like He showed flashes last year, and I think he's going to be that kind of quarterback where he could like – have good games, but I just don't see him being, like, a consistent, good starting QB. Although, like, I would give him a chance from the Eagles in case he, like, does reach that, like, if those flashes become more consistent. But, yeah, I mostly agree with you. I don't know if he's a franchise quarterback. Yeah, I agree. So, um, now moving on to the other trade, the other big trade with another QB is Matthew Stafford, who is now a Los Angeles Ram. Um, he got traded to the Rams for Rams first rounders in 2022 and 2023, a third rounder in this year's draft, and um, the Rams' former QB, Jared Goff. Uh, I think that Stafford's great. Uh, I'm biased, as I said before. I love SC football. I love Georgia. But um, I think that he definitely has the, the talent to be a great QB, He's been stuck in Detroit. I mean, no one comes out of Detroit well. Barry Sanders played great in Detroit, but, like, no one is – you have no one – he had no one in Detroit. He had Megatron for a few years. He he really didn't have anyone. He didn't have a, t- a core team around him. I think the Rams are definitely the right team with him, for him um, with Cooper Cup, Tyler Higbee, 
Robert Woods, uh, Cam Akers, etc. I think this is definitely a great team. What do you guys think? I think this is a bad trade for the Rams because you got to ask yourself the question, how much better is Matthew Stafford than Jared Goff? Plus, Goff is a lot younger. And, well, they go, three first-rounders. At that two, at that point, they're giving up two first-rounders and a third. You might as well give Deshaun Watson five first-rounders if you're willing to give up that much for Matthew Stafford. Like, if you wanted to go after a QB, you go after Deshaun Watson. They haven't had a first-round pick for the past seven years, I believe. So why would they need it for the next five years if they're going to be contenders with Deshaun Watson? Yeah, I mean, I I don't think this is a horrible trade for the Rams because, like, I mean, like, picks are just not as valuable as they're made out to be, in my opinion. But I think Stafford's overrated. I I Like, everybody calls him this underrated QB and says that he would be amazing anywhere in Detroit and that he's, like, a top-10 QB, but none of that is true. He's barely a top 15 QB. Um, and I, like, I get that. Like, he's done a lot of things that make people like him. So people overrate him a little bit. But, like, he's just not all that. And like you said, he's better than Goff. But is he two first-round picks better? And I don't, I don't – I think the answer to that is no. And, um, yeah, they should have just went all in for Deshaun Watson if they were going to trade that much for Stafford. Personally, this may be a hot take. I would rather Wentz than Stafford. I think Wentz with the right coaching staff could be a top 10 QB easily, maybe even top five, not top five, maybe top seven. And Stafford is much older. And I think he's kind of like, a. I think he's probably a top 10 at best, whereas Wentz could probably be top seven. So I would have just traded one first round pick for Wentz personally. Um, yeah. Wentz, is re- Wentz has played with a lot less talent than Stafford has, and he's done better. He was better at 23 years old than Stafford is right now. So, yeah, I don't really like this trade for the Rams. Okay. I mean, I think Stafford can definitely be a top QB in the league. Uh, I, I would say top six or seven. Um, I think that he will definitely do better than Wentz because I just think that with the offense that he is going to have on the Rams and the defense – uh, I think that it's going to make – the defense stuff is going to make him look better. The offense is going to make him look better, considering that they have uh, two great wide receivers and a very and a very above av- – or an above average tight end in the league. Um, but, yeah, I think that this year is going to be big for Stafford and Wentz to really show how they do. Um, but moving on from these trades, I think that this um, this Rams team – could definitely be a team to watch out for in the playoffs this year or this coming year. And I think that because, I mean, the defense is great all around um, with a backup QB as their QB for part of it. Um, who's their QB? John Wolford or Bort or Bort, one of the two. John Wolford, yeah. Um, so they had, they had a below average QB playing for part of it. Now they're getting a very good QB. I think Stafford's very good. Um, they also have Robert Woods, um, Tyler Higby, Cooper Cup, who are all very good pass catchers, I would say. And then their defense is really what will lock the offense down with Aaron Donald. I mean, he's the center of the defense, Jalen Ramsey, of course. Um, yeah, and then 
you can never forget Johnny Hecker and Matt Gay. I mean, Matt Gay, great kicker. Um, probably one of the best in the league, to be honest with you. And that's going to end it for us at Five Star Sports Podcast. Once again, I'm Spencer. I'm Matt. And I'm Matt. And peace out.